What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Spoiler Reels. If you're new to the podcast, welcome to Spoiler Reels. Of course, you guys already know, I am your host. My name is Angel. And as I mentioned before in the previous uh, episodes, uh, if you guys are new to the podcast, make sure you check out the other episodes I've uh, previously recorded. I might have done a movie uh, review of a movie that you guys maybe wanted to listen to. It's probably there. Of course, you guys can always check out my Instagram page. It's under spoiler reels, spoiler underscore reels. Uh, that's where you can get to see all my all the content that I put out as far as uh, what episodes I've recorded before. Um, also, have uh, you guys already seen the title of the of the film that I'll be reviewing here, guys? Um, so, uh, spoilers, spoiler alert everywhere. Uh, just to keep you guys, uh, just let you guys know if you're if you're trying to watch this movie. And you want nothing spoiled? Make sure you check out the movie first, and then come back and uh, check out my review and see if you agree or disagree with my review or my rating or anything like that. Of course, like I, as I mentioned, you guys can always let me know on Instagram. You guys can message me there, and you can also let me know if there's a movie you want me to review or anything like that. Check it out on Instagram and let me know. With that being said, let's get started. And now we're pleased to bring you our feature presentation. <clears throat> All right, let's get to this <laughs> movie here. Uh, the Lost City is the movie I'll be reviewing on this episode. Uh probably wondering why i even saw this movie to begin with well a few reasons <clears throat> one is for the sake of my podcast uh ever since i started this podcast i've been trying at least different kind of movies movies that i know i would have never given a chance or a shot or anything like that uh, but ever since i had this podcast i feel like i have to watch these movies even if even i even if i had to force myself to watch it which i did in this situation uh and then the other thing was i have the unlimited card the unlimited regal card uh so it's like 20 bucks a month and it's unlimited and um they sent me an email saying that i would get 500 credits if i go and check this movie out and i'm a sucker for the credits uh so i was like all right screw it Uh, i'll go watch it and then i'll watch it and do it for the podcast also and this is the main thing i do it for the listeners whoever the hell is listening to this podcast even if it's just one person out there that's listening to me i'm at least i do it so that in case if it's there's people out there that don't have the time or the money to waste and they want to make sure that they're actually wanting to check out a movie that you know they that to them they think it's worthwhile that's what I'm here for. Uh, you know, I, I'll let people know at the end whether it's worth it or not. And uh, and look, I when I, I I knew what I was getting myself into with this film. I, I already knew it. I, I was like, okay, it's one of these fucking movies, cliche after cliche. But 
deep down I was kind of hoping that they would at least try something different as far as their comedy goes. And I figured maybe they might try something different. Maybe who knows? You know, you never know. There, there's sometimes some movies that will surprise you. And uh, I just recently watched it. It came out on uh, uh, it came out on Thursday or Friday of this past. Uh, I watched it on Sunday, so it had about three days worth of, you know, uh, uh, people watching it. So word of mouth, you know, the reviews already in and everything like that. So for me to go see it on a Sunday and it was still packed, I figured, whoa, shit, man, maybe this movie is pretty good. Who knows? Like, I, I was like, wow, it's packed, you know, three days in and still people, there's still people going in to watch it. Maybe it's, it's, uh, a good, a good movie after all. Nope, it's not. <laughs> at least, at least for me, it's 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 by the numbers as far as comedy goes. It's by the numbers. It's the same formula Hollywood uses every rom com that they put out. And look, I guess it works because they keep putting it out, and people still go and watch it. Look, to each his own, you know. Like I like I like a certain kind of humor, and this is not it. Um. And I'm here to tell you guys, the only way you're able to watch this film is, is, is if you're going on a date. If you're going on a date and you 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 let your date you let your date uh, pick the movie, nine out of ten times it's gonna be this one right here, The Lost City, simply because it's it's a rom com kind of film. It, you know, it's you know, you're on a date, you, you know, she's gonna wanna pick those kind of films. So nine out of ten times, you're stuck on this film. I'm here to tell you guys right now that try to avoid it at all costs if you guys can, but uh, I was really hoping uh, that this movie would have been better, um, but in a way, I kind of knew my, like, I think within 20, 25 minutes, I realized what I was getting myself into here, so, yeah, uh, <laughs> all right, uh, let's check the info here, so The Lost City. The PG-13 movie, comedy slash action. It's about an hour and 50 minutes long. IMDb gave it a 6.7 out of 10. Of course, you guys will know my rating at the end of the review. Uh, it was released on March 25th. So like two, three days ago. Uh, this was dir the directors are Aaron Nee and Adam Nee. So the Nee brothers. Hmm. Uh, the budget of this film was 68 to 74 million. Uh, from the looks of it, it might make its money in return and then some. Uh, this is starring, let's get the cast here. Uh, the main heavy hitters on this movie, of course, is Sandra Bullock as Loretta. Channing Tatum as Alan. Uh, Daniel Radcliffe as Abigail Fairfax. Uh, Brad Pitt as Jack Trainer, Patty Harrison as Allison. Uh, Oscar Nunez as Oscar, <laughs> wow. Uh, Devine Joy Randolph as uh, Beth. Uh, Thomas Forbes as Julian. And Hector Anibal as Rafi. Uh, and those are basically your main heavy hitters in the film here. Um, let's give you guys the overview real quick here, and then we'll get going. Uh, reclusive author Loretta Sage writes about exotic places in her popular adventure novels that feature a handsome cover model named Alan. 
While on tour promoting her new book with Ellen, Loretta gets kidnapped by an eccentric billionaire who hopes she can lead him to an ancient city's lost treasure from her latest story. Determined to prove he can be a hero in real life and not just on the pages of her books, Alan sets off to rescue her. <sighs> let's get to the women's video. Um, let's see. So the that's the budget. The budget was sixty-eight to seventy-four million. Right now at the box office, it's thirty-four point seven million, and that's just off within three days. So I think it'll it'll make its its money. Again, guys, look, I'm I'm sure people like when I was at the movies, I told you it was packed. A few people, you know, they chuckled here and there, but it's not one of those like movies that like gut busting, laugh out loud kind of films. And those are the kind of films I miss. And and the thing is, is uh, comedy now is a bit watered down, in my opinion. The hidden gems are the ones that are more like more the knee slappers, the you know the gut busters. Um, but you don't you don't really hear from them much because they don't advertise them much. They advertise the fuck out of movies like The Lost City, and thinking oh they're gonna fucking love this movie. It's comedy and it's all this. And then I watch it and it's like it's just it's stale. The comedy is stale. It's nothing funny. They try very hard. You can tell that they try really hard to be funny, and it's. It's cringe to see that. It's it's so fucking it's cringe seeing them try so hard to be funny and it's not. And then the and then not only that, Daniel Radcliffe, I think is uh yeah, the fucking Harry Potter himself tries to throw jokes in there and every punchline misses. And when and I even when I know that it's like, is he trying to be funny? Nobody laughs at it. Nobody laughs at it. The only time they laugh it's when Sandra Bullock does something funny or says something funny or when Channing Tatum does that or when Brad Pitt does it. But like, that's it. And I can understand why they would they would uh, cast Channing Tatum because of the 21 Jump Street movies. That movie was funny. So they figured, well, let's bring him in into this film. He he, too, also tries really hard. It's just. <sighs> let's get to the. So, uh, Loretta Sage is a grumpy, middle-aged author who writes romance adventure novels centered around a fictional hero named Dash McMahon, who is portrayed by cover model Alan Caperson. Her publisher, Beth, insists that she must embark on a book tour with Alan as an effort to relieve Loretta of her reclusiveness. After a, disaster, after a disastrous start, mostly due to Alan's popularity of his Dash persona, Loretta is met by an eccentric billionaire, Abigail Fairfax. So this scene, it, uh, the scene starts off with just, you, you see uh, Sandra Bullock's character, Loretta, uh, trying to type this story, you know, uh, through the, through the, uh, uh, her computer or whatever. And Beth at times is trying to call her and trying to kind of pump her up and say, like, you got this. Don't worry. Like, everybody, you know, hits hits that 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 writer's wall or whatever the hell. And and uh, but at this point, like, she's she's, you know, sad. And then we find out later on why she's sad. And it's because she lost her husband five years ago. 
and she says that she's never been or feeling alive ever since so she's just kind of coasting through life basically and uh and then of course they do this do this book tour and of course she's just kind of over it you can tell like uh how she just walks through like like she's not smiling or anything like that and then of course they introduce Channing Tatum's character um Dash and he's like all in it, like like his fucking entrance has like smoke screen coming out and everything like that. And he comes out with like this long fucking blonde hair and everything, like uh, trying to be like Fabio, I guess. I don't know, but you know he's all into it and shit. But then of course we later find out why he's very into that character, and I'm pretty sure we'll fucking get into it. Later. <laughs> all right, and then of course this is where we meet. Uh, uh, Abigail uh, Fairfax, uh, and that's played by Daniel Radcliffe, the uh, villain of the film. And uh, Fairfax realizes that Loretta has uh, has based her books on actual historic research she did with her deceased archaeologist husband. Uh, Fairfax has discovered a lost city on a remote Atlantic island and is convinced that this is the location of the Crown of the Fire, a priceless treasure. When Loretta declines to help uh, decipher an ancient map to the treasure, Fairfax, who fears the site will be destroyed by an active volcano, kidnaps Loretta and takes her to the island anyways. Uh, so yeah, he basically tells her, like, hey, look, I, I read about the story. Honest, honestly, he's like, honestly, if your husband was alive, I would have asked him instead, clearly, because he's the archaeologist. He's the one that knows the shit a little bit more. You were just kind of going along with him and learning through him. And, uh, but he says, I have you, not him. So I need you to help me, you know, translate the, this, this fucking ancient thing that he has. And he says that, you know, that'll have the, uh, the, uh, the treasure, but she refuses, of course. And Radcliffe's like, well, I'm going to take you anyway. So, uh, they chloroform form her. And then the next thing she wakes up and she's in the, she's on the jet. And, uh, of course, Channing Tatum is, isn't far behind. He's just, the whole point is for him to try to save her and show, uh, and show Loretta that he's not just a model, that he could actually be, the, you know, a hero. Um, Alan, who is secretly enamored with Loretta, witnesses her kidnapping. He recruits Jack Trainer, played by, um, uh, Brad Pitt, an ex-Navy SEAL turned CIA operative. To meet him at the island and coordinate a, a rescue attempt. Jack, uh, with no assistance from Alan, breaches Fairfax compound and frees Loretta. Uh, so yeah, this whole scene is like we finally we get to meet Brad Pitt's character, who I thought honestly was probably like probably the best part of the film. Like, and he's not there for long, and that's that's saying that's saying a lot. But Brad Pitt, you know, is a great actor. Uh, he plays a CIA guy, and of course, throughout the film, um, he's basically kicking everybody's ass, the villains and everything, and like, Channing Tatum's just kind of like coasting through, or like, you know, like, because he doesn't know how to fight or anything, he's just some model, but Brad Pitt, and over here fucking duking it out with everybody, he rescues Loretta, and, and grabs him and takes him back to their car, and while he was trying to, uh, uh, take, take, get her off from the chair that was, she was strapped, strapped in, uh, uh, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, uh, he was shot in the head. 
before he, Loretta, and Alan can make it to the airport, forcing the two to escape into the jungle. So Brad Pitt basically gets shot in the head and dies, leaving Alan, who has no skills, and Loretta also no skills. They're, they're city people, and they're now they're stuck in the jungle to survive. Um, Loretta and Alan spend a day fighting off Fairfax henchmen before reaching a nearby village, where upon hearing a folk song from a local, Loretta deduces that the crown is hidden in a sinkhole in the jungle. The pair is kidnapped again and forced to share the treasure's location with Fairfax. So basically, we get this, <laughs> and it's funny how Wikipedia, the plot isn't that long. They didn't write that long because it's fucking pointless. Even the Wikipedia knows it's fucking pointless to add more to it. They're in the jungle. We just kind of see little things about uh, uh, the background of of, of Alan and uh, and uh, Loretta. Just you know, hear things a little bit here and there. Uh, we find out that uh, 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 what's it called? Uh, Alan has like. Eczema, eczema, uh, because every time he's in the water, or whatever, and if he's there for too long, he starts getting rashes. Um, and also, uh, we find out about uh Loretta that saying that she's just fucking, she's had it with the writing or whatever, and she calls like people that read her books like, you know, like bad names or whatever. And and Alan kind of is like, look, if you don't fucking like writing, just stop writing. But don't call your fans who love your shit bad names. It's not fair for them. Which I kind of agree. I was like, look, if, if you're done with this shit, then stop writing. Otherwise, why are you talk, Why are you calling names to the people that pay pay money to buy your fucking books? If you don't want to do it, just don't fucking do it. But don't call them out. It's not their fault. Which I agree. So, uh, And then, of course, uh, 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 she ends up finding the, like these scripts uh, near this um, waterfall, a waterfall place or whatever. She's this is where she realizes that she could be close to the fucking treasure, and then uh, the, the henchmen are basically right there behind them, and uh, they basically settle into this this spot or whatever. They they build a fire and they they kind of share the um, uh, what's that what's that fucking thing? Uh, this hammock. They share the hammock together and whatnot, kind of making it look like. You know, oh, they're they're gonna, you know, they like each other or whatever. They just don't know it, kind of bullshit. I'm telling you, it's very, very fucking cliche. And then the next day, this is when they start arguing again, saying like, "Oh, you know, you're you're not Dash from my book. You're just Alan, this model." And then this is where we find out that Alan, you know, uh, grew up with two sisters or whatever in this shithole, I guess, and. He moved to L.A. to be this model so that he can stay, get away from all that and be somebody and all that. So, they, you know, they give you that, that, that aww speech, you know, from both sides of the fucking characters. Um, oh, God, this movie. Uh, and then, of course, uh, they get into this village and whatever, and then this is where uh, they go to the police and explain to them that what's going on and that they're being chased and all that shit. And then uh, they start getting along again. They start dancing to this music. And then you, this is where San, uh, Sandra or um, Loretta 
uh, listens to the song and so, and one of the lyrics kind of explains something about the treasure, which is, oh, I think it's okay, sure, whatever, just to kind of get the movie going. I think it was stupid, but whatever. Uh, and then she's like, oh, shit, now I know where it's at. It's at the sinkhole and this and that. And then all of a sudden, Alan's like, yeah, let's go and do it. But before, he was like, I'm trying to help you escape. Like, we should fucking, let's get the fuck out of here. Fuck the treasure. And and then all of a sudden, like, yeah, let's do it. And the reason why I'm okay with this is because uh, look at you. You, you. you look alive now. You look happy now. Like, this is the first time I've seen you like this. So now I wanted to do it because of that. All right. And then, uh, so, uh, Alan goes and checks to, like, tries to get a car for them to, to go to that spot. Uh, but, uh, later, uh, later Loretta gets, uh, kidnapped by Abigail Fairfax's hench, henchman, realizing that, uh, the police is in his pocket, uh, showing them, they're like, oh, I, you told him that I was doing this and that or whatever, and, but you don't realize police is i have the police in my pocket i'm a billionaire you know so uh <clears throat> of course they guess uh they get kidnapped again and then now they have to tell them like where the treasure's at and then why and then of course uh alan sells his uh his watch his expensive watch or whatever and gets this little small motorcycle and chases them down and fights a few of his henchmen and, and succeeds, but then of course he fucking gets taken down, <clears throat> and then gets sent to the uh, in the car, or whatever, and leading up to the location. Upon reaching the location, they discover the tomb of a queen whose crown of fire was made of seashells gathered by her husband, who was buried with her. Infuriated, Fairfax forces them into the tomb as the volcano erupts, but one henchman has a change of heart. And helps them escape. He doesn't help them escape. He realizes that they're going to be in there regardless. So he leaves the crowbar in there. So that they can. Uh, they can escape. He doesn't like help him. Like, he doesn't go back and, and opens the tomb or anything. No. Uh, but he does have a change of heart. He realizes that Fairfax is just a, a fucking psychotic uh, dude. And he takes he takes the boat and books it. He's leaving Fairfax. Uh, underneath the volcano and shit. Uh, Beth arrives with the local Coast Guard and Fairfax is arrested. Well, they do rescue him first, making him think that he's just stranded. And then, of course, uh, they fucking Sandra, I don't know how she did not feel this fucking crowbar next to her, but she ends up realizing there's a crowbar. There's like, oh, there's a crowbar. Let's open it and get the fuck out of here. How the fuck did you not realize it that it was there and then not only that when they put you when they forced you to get in the tomb how the fuck did you not see that crowbar come on all right and <laughs> uh, all right and so anyways they escape and then realize that like all the all the entrances that they got that they got there before are closing they see this like small hole or whatever that's underneath the water so they go in there and escape or whatever and then they manage to escape that place and then beth and the and the uh and the coast guard find them and then realize that fairfax is on board and uh they tell him that that's him that's the guy that kidnapped me and then he tries to fairfax tries to run away and gets kind of like um someone 
one of the guys just jump on him or whatever. And even because I was thinking the same thing, even he was like, where the hell were you running? You're in a boat. Like, I guess you could have just jumped out of the water, but it's a Coast Guard. They're going to have guns armed at you. You're not going to go anywhere. Where were you running? Loretta's Loretta's next book, based on their adventures, is a hit, and she and Alan Sherry kiss while on vacation. And then, of course, one of these popular songs, I have no idea who sings or whatever, starts kicking in at the end. And I, oh, great. Great. <laughs> great. Uh, and then in a mid credit scene, Jack, uh, uh, Brad Pitt's character, Having survived his assassination attempt, how? I have no idea because he was shot on the fucking head. Attends a yoga class alongside Loretta and Alan, surprising them, letting them know that uh, that 10% of his brain was shot and he moved some of that 10% onto another, uh, on the other side of his brain, and that's why he survived. And the movie's over. Again, guys, look. Throughout this film, the the comedy was stale. Uh, very obvious where everything was going. There was no surprise to it. N- nothing. You you knew exactly where this whole movie was going, completely. Uh, Daniel Radcliffe wasn't funny. He was a, he's actually not bad as a villain. Like, I don't mind seeing him playing a villain. Like, I think he could play a good villain for, like, in the right role. Because this one, obviously, clearly, it's a rom-com kind of film. So the villain had to be toned down just a bit. But I think it was enough to for me to realize, you know what? Maybe this guy could play a pretty good villain. Uh, unfortunately, he had to play a villain on a shitty-ass movie. Uh, Brad Pitt was probably the best part of the film, as I mentioned. Uh, during his scenes, it was pretty uh, not funny, but uh, his character seemed the more realistic than anybody else. And then once he was dead, the movie just kind of went downhill. And then you just see Alan with this model, like just it was just too try hard comedy. It was so cringe. They were trying so hard to make this movie funny. And it what I did not I, I I'm not lying to you guys. I didn't laugh once in this movie. I heard people you know chuckling here and there. Look, hey, look, if they like it, great. Uh, the movie did exactly what they what they wanted uh, it to do. To them, their money was worth it. Great. If it wasn't for unlimited regal, there's no way in hell I would have wasted my money on this. I get it. I have my podcast. But I think I probably would have just waited. And honestly, even then, I probably wouldn't have watched it. Luckily for me, I have the (laughs) Unlimited Regal. And of course, I do this for the podcast. Uh, I do this for the listeners out there. Whoever's out there, whoever's listening to this. uh, You know, I'm hoping that this episode was enough to change your guys' mind to not see this film. Again, if you're going to take a date to this movie. I can understand why you're going to spend money on this. 
But if you do it just to watch it because you just want to watch it, save your money, save your time. If you do want to watch it, honestly, just wait till it hits on DVD or on any streaming device. Just wait for this movie. And honestly, take your time on this shit. It, it's honestly, guys, you're not missing anything. There's, there's nothing out of the ordinary of every other rom com that you that you've seen before this film. None of it. And, and I was just, I was really hoping they would have done something different. Instead, we get the same cliche, Hollywood cliche, the same formula, the same stale comedy, the by the numbers, and it just, I hated it. I was like 20 minutes in, and I was like, oh, God, it's one of these movies. I had to suffer through this for about an hour and 50 minutes long. Um, no doubt, guys, this is definitely a one and done for me. It, it, I probably will never see this movie again. Uh, I know that for a fact. <laughs> this just, I, there was just really nothing funny. I, I, I Come on, Hollywood. I know you guys can do better. I get it. This is just a cash grab for you guys. It's cash grab. I get it. it, it, it and and I I wish you guys didn't do it just for cash grabs. Like, do you guys not care for the fucking people that want more than just the same crap that you're pumping out year in, year out? Like, come on, guys. I know you guys can do better than this. This is just... By the numbers, same formula, and it just, it's really fucking annoying, but, oh, man, well, guys, let's, let's, <laughs> let's get to my rating for this movie. Uh, I'm going to give this movie a, a four out of ten. Uh, so this movie, for me personally, definitely, definitely not recommendable. <laughs> I would not recommend this movie to anybody simply because I just know that uh, I would get backlash for it. And rightfully so. Because they're going to be like, what the fuck? Like, they, I'm not, they know that I'm not accustomed to uh, recommending movies like this. Uh, again, if you're going on a date, have fun. Go at it. Have at it. But to watch it because you think it's going to be funny, you think it's going to be a good one, it's not. Do not waste your time on it. I'm telling you guys right now, uh, I was looking at my phone, looking at the time to see how long this fucking thing was going to end. Uh, yeah, it, it's a four out of ten, guys. Not recommendable. Um, yeah, take your time on it, guys. I'm telling you, if you can skip it, skip it. I, I wouldn't even blame you. Go ahead and skip it, guys. But this is why I do that. I do this here for you guys. Uh, you know, save your money, save your save your time i do it because like i said i'm only paying 20 dollars a month and i make i make it worth the 20 dollars and then some. <laughs> so uh obviously clearly ever since i started this podcast i've been wanting it i i i watch other movies movies that i know i i wouldn't have watched or wasted my money or my time on it but of course with the regal helping me out and having this podcast here of course i bite the bullet go watch it Sometimes they will surprise me. Sometimes they will surprise me. For the most part, I kind of knew what I was getting myself into here. I just, I, I was just hoping that they would have tried something different. Instead, it's the same bullshit. So, all right, guys, that is it for my review for this fucking crappy ass movie. Uh, do you guys agree with me? Do you disagree with me? What did you guys think of it? 
did you guys like the movie? Did you it, did you give it a higher rate than I did? Let me know in the comments below again on Instagram, spoiler underscore reels. Uh, that's where I put all the content. That's where you can message me. You can let me know. You can say, Angel, you're full of shit. This movie was great. Fine. Great. Look, fine. It's subjective. Opinions are subjective. Uh, you know, so just let me know if you if you liked it. Great. I'm not, you know, I'm just here to tell you my side, my opinion, my side of it. Uh, and it's just that movie that I, you know, passed. I, I won't ever see this movie again <laughs> so all right guys that is it for my review i appreciate anybody that's listening out there um you know uh, i hope you guys i hope i i this was enough to change your mind so <laughs> i'll uh <laughs> that's that's it I, i'm done uh that's it guys i'll uh catch you guys on the uh, on the next episode